Well, as this podcast comes out, most people across the Commonwealth of Kentucky, at least those in grades K through 12, are completing their very first day of school, Henderson County students included, not to mention the faculty and staff, bus drivers and so forth, but there are still weekends and you still need fun ways to spend time over those Saturdays and Sundays with your family to keep them from going stir-crazy in the house. There's still plenty of great weather to enjoy, and we've got just the destination for you. It is no further than Murray and Callaway County. Yes, Murray State is a great place to attend school, but even if you're not a student, plenty of reasons to make the trek to the community, they've got it all from indoors to outdoors, shopping, dining, and I'm telling you, the list just goes on and on and on. We could probably do multiple shows on Murray, but we are for sure going to do one right here, right now, with Aaron Carrico from the Murray Convention and Visitors Bureau, our special guest this week. It's Blabbing in the Bluegrass Season 6, Episode 11. It's coming at you now. Kentucky features so much more than basketball and horses. We're home to scenic spectacles and one-of-a-kind golf courses. If boating, fishing, dining, or music is your pleasure, we'll guide you to the sights and sounds that you will truly treasure. Cause we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide cause we're saying it with pride Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass With knowledge of the state you're sure to appreciate Yes, we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass with a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste. From Carlisle to Crittenden, cold water to cold spring, we truly value and appreciate all that the Commonwealth has to offer, and we prove that on a weekly basis here on Blabbing in the Bluegrass as we explore and celebrate all things Kentucky with you. I'm Sam Moore here at the very enchanting, yet very inexpensive, North Quail Motel in beautiful Henderson, KY, and let me tell you, there are plenty of notable distinctions that separate this week's spotlighted community from others across the state. We're talking about Murray and the Murray Convention and Visitors Bureau Executive Director, Aaron Carrico, is here to tell us all about it. For one, Murray is located in what is considered the Quad State region because you are right there close to Illinois, Tennessee, and Missouri. They are all practically within spitting distance of you there in Murray. But no need to go out of states to be entertained and truly enjoy yourself. Not to mention get a first-class education at Murray State University. And on top of all that, Murray was not long ago named the friendliest small town in America. How about that? And that did not happen by accident. It was not randomly named. We will find out how that happened. It was hard-earned and well-earned. And uh, I tell you, Erin Carrico being there didn't hurt. She was quite friendly, quite an enjoyable chat, but she had plenty of her fellow friendly community members all involved in uh, earning Murray that honorable distinction. So we'll find out about the people, the places, all that you can enjoy 
when, not if, but when you decide to stroll to Murray. Erin Carrico is waiting in the wings. We will talk to her in merely seconds. But before we get to her, I have yet another bluegrass brain buster. It's hot off the press, ready for you. My goal is to provide you with one of these each and every week. So we'll give you the question now. You can think on it. While Aaron and I blab, we'll give you the answer at the end of the show, okay? So this week, I want to know, what is the Commonwealth's official state drink? Now, the answer might surprise you. What is the Commonwealth's official state drink? Get the brain going, get the juices flowing, but don't think too hard or you're going to miss some great vacation destination ideas in Murray and Callaway County as discussed by me and Aaron Carrico. We will give you the answer in the final segments of the program. Good luck. Sam Moore now presents his Blabbing in the Bluegrass Community Connection. Well, in today's Community Connection, we are featuring a place that a lot of you will uh, know mainly because of the college, Murray State University, but there is so much more to offer in and around Murray besides just the prestigious university, whether it be outdoors, indoors, shopping, dining, hiking, swimming, fishing, you name it. It's all there at your fingertips in Murray and Callaway County and here to uh, tell us all about it is uh, somebody who knows a great deal about it more than most of us or all of us combined, I would say. It's the tourism director of uh, Murray from the Murray Convention and Visitors Bureau. Let's hear it for Miss Erin Carrico. Hello. How are you today? Oh, I'm just peachy, especially now that you're here. You've done radio already. So you're, you know, that, that was your that was your tune-up, shall we say? That's right. And uh, so, so you are all systems go. Now, how long have you been tourism director there at Murray. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I have been tourism director since 2009. I started at the tourism office in 2008, fresh out of college. Okay. So you worked there for a year before you uh, yes. assumed the role of director. Yes. Yes. Oh I gosh. Well, so good. I was there and um, I was the event coordinator and then the position of the director came open and they said, are you interested? We think you'd be great. And I was very young. I was like 25 when I took 20, I think 24 even when I took that position and I was the youngest director in the state. So my board took a chance and um, I think it's worked out pretty well. I'd say so. <laughs> you're, you're, you're still there 10, well, actually I guess, hey, 13 years later. Yeah. yeah so it's, uh, so that's always the running joke. Um, when they interviewed me back, you know, right I was actually taking my finals and getting ready to graduate college from UK. And I came down and interviewed the weekend before my finals. And I said, I'm only going to be at MSU for two years to do my master's. And then I'm leaving. I'm only going to be here in Murray for two years. Well, here I am. <laughs> almost, <laughs> you, almost 14 years later. You, oh. proved, you proved yourself wrong, didn't you? <laughs> I sure did. So. <laughs> That's all right. That's really great. I love to stay. I love living here. There you go. It's gosh, it's uh, it's your hometown now, isn't it? Sure is. I think so. I Absolutely. think once you pass that ten year mark, it becomes your hometown. Yeah, I believe so. I, I would agree. Well, uh, we're so glad you've joined us. Now you've talked a little bit. Um, you, you told us that you were at uh, the Tourism Convention Visitors Bureau for a year before you assumed the role of director. Talk a little more about your 
your personal and your your educational background sure. to describe how you uh got here got your way to Murray as a tourism oh, director well it's really interesting so I did my undergrad I did my undergrad work at the University of Kentucky and I have I had the PR track which is what I eventually graduated with and you know I was looking I grew up in Paducah <clears throat> so I was okay, so just up the road just down the road just down the road and so I was looking for a job for the summer and you know I had applied for a marketing internship at the airport down there and they had already filled it and you know then they're like hey but the the convention visitors bureau in Paducah like they take interns next thing I know I get a phone call from the director she's still the director Mary Hammond and she oh, said uh -huh. hey I have an, a position open for an intern would you like to come down and interview? I got the I got the job. I came home for the summer and I did that for two more summers. And I worked through a quilt show and all of those fabulous fun events in Paducah. And it just kind of got in my blood. And so the position here in Murray for the event coordinator opened up and I was happened to be, I mean, it was like divine intervention. I happened to be looking and needing a job to graduate and this job position came open. Like I said, I drove down the weekend before my finals. I interviewed, I got right back in the car and went up to, to graduate. So I've been here ever since. And uh, I didn't think I'd stay, but clearly I love it. So, so you interviewed right before finals. That was an eventful, oh, that was an eventful week and a half, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, it was crazy. I did. Yeah, it was crazy. I drove down, I drove down the four hours really early in the morning. I had my suit in the car. I changed, I changed in the bathroom of Taco Bell. <laughs> And I drove, I found where the tourism office was, came and interviewed, got back in the car and went right back up to Lexington. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, that was meant to be definitely. I know, kind of was a little bit. Yes, indeed. Now, did you go to Tillman or did you go to I, I was a Lone Oak graduate. So Lone Lone Oak. Oak no longer exists, but I was a 2003 Lone Oak graduate. Yeah, I know it's all McCracken County High School it now. It is, but, but I was um, purple flash. Well, actually, I stand corrected. Tillman's still there. But, Tillman is still there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so they got two high schools. But, uh, but uh, anyhow, Aaron, being tourism director of a, a charming community like Murray certainly has its its notable perks. So, which aspects of this service uh, in uh, this capacity have you found most fulfilling so far? So, what I find most fulfilling about this job are the visitors that come through the door. And I love, that is my favorite, favorite part of the job because each visitor is different. Their needs while they're here are very different. Certain restaurants, certain types of shopping, some are here for the university, but they have some extra time to look around. So I love talking to them, learning where they come from. You know, we have people from Texas, California. We have people from St. Louis. We have People a lot from Chicago this summer seem to have made their way down. Mm. And I just, I love meeting them and learning what they need. Also, we, by where we're located so close to the state line and to Memphis, we are the natural cut through to get to the interstate from Memphis to get up to the West Kentucky Parkway. So we have a huge number of individuals from Arkansas and the Memphis area come up trying to get to Northern Kentucky to the Ark. So we also that? have that interaction too. So it's really interesting to see who comes in our door every day. And I love, I absolutely love it. I love making lunch recommendations or dinner recommendations off of what their favorite foods are. There so I just know. find it, that's my favorite part. Of the yeah. Day. So you, you get all kinds of stuff when you see people walk through the door ranging from 
you know, we, we just want some water or, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or, you know, we're, we're moving, That's right. we're moving Katie Joe in for a freshman year at Murray yes, State. Exactly especially because that's going to be happening next week but you know five minutes five minutes before I jumped on here with you we had a family from Indiana and they're here for the weekend and so they wanted to do outdoor stuff so we helped them find what they needed we're right by land between the lakes and so you know there's always events going on there so again that was just five minutes ago There you and go. You and, and you know, while they're there, you, you can hook them up with a bottle of water or a cup of coffee. We, do their best. we usually have a little bit of candy. You can there read you the newspaper. <laughs> <See? laughs> so, <laughs> so you get a little refreshment while you're there. But, uh, but anyway, uh, Aaron, we can't neglect to mention that five years ago, Murray was named friendly a small town in America uh, by Rand McNally and the USA Today. And not just because you're there. <laughs> Although that did help, but uh, but anyhow, today uh, we we definitely continue to honor that. And this title was not just randomly granted. So oh why don't why don't you discuss the uh, the uh, the contest that took place okay. along with the the steps that were taken to earn this honorable award? This that was probably some of the craziest moments in my career yet. Was going through that process. It was grassroots, social media based, um, but you have to remember this was in the highlight of when Twitter was huge and Facebook, Instagram wasn't really massive, TikTok didn't exist, so it was truly like grassroots internet social media <laughs> campaign to, we had to create videos um, that we had to submit to Rand McNally, we had a voting system going on, people in the community made videos, and voted and wrote messages all on the Rand McNally website. And uh, this always makes me laugh because in their definition, Rand McNally considered a small town less than 150,000 people, which just makes me chuckle. <laughs> That's so, pretty loose, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I know, because in Murray, we have like 20,000. So right. <laughs> we were very small and we made it to the finals. And I thought, holy cow, we actually made it, we made it into the finals. And we were with some incredible communities. Like the finalists were Joplin, Missouri, which of course is not far from us. Right. Frisco, Te Frisco Texas, which is huge. Right outside Our Dallas. Station, Texas is huge. <laughs> uh, Cloudcroft, New Mexico, again, huge. And San Luis Obispo, California. And I thought, oh my God, we can't compete with them. Like, there's no way we can compete with these people. They're just so much bigger than we are. So anyway, so the Ray McNally team comes down. It was two people and they were just absolutely, Bob and Jennifer, and they were absolutely wonderful. And we did it small town, Southern style. We had a huge community barbecue and cookout. Um, at, at our local community theater, Playhouse in the Park, which is in our big park. You know, we took them for rides on our fire truck. We took them to the MSU kids basketball camp. We took them fishing out on LBL. We did just, we gave them really with the locals experience on a daily basis. And they interacted with so many individuals. And then we had to fly out to Seattle, Washington at the end of the summer. And they were going to announce who won. Mm -hmm. And I just thought they're no way like oh my gosh we watched what the other towns did and they were taken to these massive soccer games and all of these fancy things and I was like oh man guys like I just I just don't know 
well, the craziest thing. So we're there at the big ceremony and they put the picture of Murray, Kentucky up on this big screen and they announce our names. And I was shocked. Like I didn't move for a second because I was like, this can't be like, really? You were speechless. I was completely speechless. And so I finally kind of stumble up onto the stage and Bob and Jen talk about, they had to explain why they picked Murray. And they said that they interacted with the people and the people offered to do their laundry, welcome them into their homes, how to make them comfortable and were just truly genuinely kind. And that's what won it for us. It wasn't the big fancy soccer games. It wasn't the big fancy restaurants. It was how the, how they interacted with the people of our community. And right. uh, boy, we were proud. We still, I can, we still, we I still, can imagine. So did, did you recover from your shock and fake your way through an acceptance oh speech? I did. Oh my God. It was the craziest thing. And then I had afterward, I had to call the mayor. Of course I was like, uh, mayor, we just uh, won this <laughs> national <laughs> award. Uh, so that was, that was pretty crazy. That was, it was wonderful. Like it was such a, it was such a wonderful moment. Yeah. It's uh, a good I kind of crazy, but. Uh, uh, and here's the cool thing at the same time there, Rand McNally also had a competition for the most beautiful small town. Uh-huh. And at the same time we won friendliest Bardstown, Kentucky won the most beautiful small town in America. All Kentucky so, represents. I'm telling you, we do. We were winners that I'm year. I'm telling you, Murray and Bardstown. That's great. I know, right? So two really, really great towns in Kentucky. That was just such an amazing experience. <laughs> and even to this day, like the city hall still uses the friendliest small town in America logo. Like it's just, it is such a point of pride for so many individuals here. Oh yeah. And it ain't bragging if it's a fact. So. That's right. That's right. You know, tout it all you want, That's but right. uh, anyway, uh, as we mentioned, Aaron, when uh, when many folks think of Murray, they uh, they instantly think of the widely renowned Murray State University. Right. So, uh, explain some of the many oh, ways yes. in which the uh, university attracts visitors, students, and even in some cases, long term residents oh, to the yeah. community. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so, so for all of those in the short term, like let's think about a short term visitor. If you are even bringing your potential student, your potential child to look at Murray State University, you're gonna stay the night. You wanna see where your student is gonna live, where they're gonna grocery shop, who they're gonna interact with, what's available in the community for them, just you know, in addition to campus. So we get those short term visitors, even just starting at campus visit level. Right. Then it goes beyond to sometimes that are here for camp all summer long. We have for juniors and seniors, the Commonwealth Honors Academy. They're here for a week. Parents come and drop them off and pick them up. A lot of times we gather visitors from that aspect. We have visiting professors that come in for short lecture series. Uh, Everything from, you know, the national communication organizations have conferences here. There are small regional conferences. The biology department has the same type setup. So there are visitors for the university side coming and going constantly. And again, we're getting to be, we're, town is going to be very full two Saturdays from now. That is oh yeah, that's move-in weekend, isn't it? It's move-in weekend. And it's so fun. The town is, the town is all jazzed. Everybody puts welcome MSU students and go racers on every sign and in every window. And we really try to embrace the students as part, as, our, as part of our family for nine months out of the year. And we try to make it feel like home for them as, as, best that we, as best that we can. And then we roll into football season and boy, nothing like homecoming. Boy, that, that'll- Oh, I can that imagine. 
and, t- <laughs> and Murray basketball's really been the talk of the town. Oh, I know. And then we roll right into it. I know it'll be here before we know it. We roll right into basketball season, which again, you don't. Um, we are very fortunate to be a small town that has a Division One uh, NCAA program. So we get to see some fantastic teams. Murray State is always super competitive. Competitive. And um, they also bring visitors in. Nothing like a visiting team. They got exactly, stay. yeah. And they're traveling <laughs> fans. They do. Yeah. <laughs> and you got your master's at Murray, correct? I did. I got my master's degree. I did in organizational communication. Oh, that was my master's. Is it really? Except oh. I got it from Western. Don't hold it against me. <laughs> no, Western's a great school. Big yeah, fan. but uh, <laughs> but you know, and you did your undergrad at UK. And I hate to I hate to bring this up, but you know. Uh, UK and Murray State almost met last year in the NCAA tournament. Oh my gosh. I was holding my breath. We, I was at that game. We were in Indianapolis and I thought, come on. And it just was not our moment. I thought, wow, that is just a mashup. Like which shirt do you wear? I literally packed two shirts. I didn't know. So <laughs> yeah, I, that would have been a tough game for me because I generally cheer for Murray as long as oh, they're not you know yeah usually UK fans and MSU fans cheer each other on back and forth when when it's applicable so that was that was going to be a tough yeah that would have been a tough one for me but that that red hot St. Peter's team got both (laughs) of us but they were intense they they were were intense for sure but but anyway but 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 back on Murray State I tell you what uh, more students than you might think end up uh setting up shop in Murray long term don't they They do. And so we have a lot of students. I love that maybe like move home for a year or two when they graduate temporarily, but inevitably they always move back and we find them in our office. They're like, Hey, we just moved back. Um, We went to school here and and we just missed it. And and we want to move back here and we found a job, you know, can you tell us what's new and updated since then? That happens all the time. Additionally, we have people that retire that went here to college and loved it because they're by the lake, but it's still a university town. And they're like, I went to school here back in 76 and they come back here to retire. So it's just a wonderful circle. It's like a circle of life. It is great to see when the students come in as juniors and seniors in high school, scared and don't know what what to do all the way through to coming back to retirement and it's it's wonderful to see right the, the circle of life is not just an elton john song is it no it's not it's not the lion king not it's not the lion king, king. <laughs> yeah much much more than that but uh also as we as we briefly alluded to um murray is located within very reasonable driving distance of both kentucky lake and lake barkley and that helps oh, yeah. to uh ensure a steady stream of tourist traffic throughout the community so give give us a few examples why don't you of how murray reaps the benefits of its close proximity to these well-known waterways oh it is it is wonderful especially and not forgetting in between the two waterways is land between the lakes which is oh yeah we can't leave that out no which is such a huge draw you know you're 15 minutes from water here like you leave right from my office in downtown Murray and in 15 minutes you hit the lake and so that is very attractive to to people that they can have you know somewhere to go and eat local or listen to local music on the weekend but they can spend their day out on the boat or they can spend their day hiking in LBL and they can come back we've got nice hotels we've got local restaurants to eat in to kind of give a well-rounded type of getaway which is really nice and so it, we're in a sweet spot. It's a wonderful sweet spot that we are so close to the water. We, we say that LBL is in our backyard. It's just right there. And you Absolutely. Can so you can either start your day in town and then finish in the water or vice versa. That's right. 
and it's it's really great and you know we had a family in here earlier in the week been a little rainy around these parts also. no yeah no <laughs> god bless them but um we you know they were in here and it was raining that day and i said you know i was like you wanted to go up in lbl and i said but you can drive 15 minutes and go up to the planetarium and they do wonderful shows in their planetarium about the stars and the skies all above our area and and so there's always something to do regardless of how the weather shifts or what is happening in the community there you go yeah plenty to do much more that meets the great outdoors yeah. <laughs> there in uh, in murray now are, are you a boater aaron I, I am not a boater. I am a, I will lay on the sandy shore and wave at you from your boat. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So you, you, you still enjoy experiencing the water, but just I not do. in the boat. I just, you're not, I'm not the boater. Um, you know, I also, I love going up to the nature station. That is just, and so in case you don't know, in LBL, the nature station um, has animals that have been injured inside of LBL and can't be re back, released back into their habitats. Right now, they've just acquired a female bald eagle whose oh. wing has been injured and they can't let her back in. There's different types of owls and red fox and snakes and spiders, and you can interact with all of those. And so though those are the parts of the, quote, lake that I enjoy. I also love, which is not talked about a lot, you can go up and look at over the dam locks. Did you know that? You can, you can look over, over the dam locks. And, and it's absolutely incredible. And so there's all sorts of fishing boats because the water gets churned up and you see fish everywhere. And you can look over and watch the dam locks. And that I'm is- I'm telling you. <laughs> I knew there's some good reason I had John, Aaron. I know. There's, I mean, it is absolutely fascinating. I absolutely <laughs> We're going to definitely have to, to experience that for sure. Now. Well, it's just not talked about a whole lot. And what is, and I mean, I'm not the only one. There are people that take their chairs up and sit. And it's incredible to watch them open or close one of the damn locks it's fascinating See, it's it. sort of like a best kept secret isn't it it is and i feel like no one talks about it enough like you can watch the damn locks and it's pretty incredible. yeah although hopefully it'll be a little bit less of a secret now that we're i know right uh, that's what i'm hoping Take oh, and watch it's great Take yeah exactly <laughs> absolutely now speaking of the outdoors the artistic types in our audience will truly be dazzled by uh, taking a stroll through the callaway county quilt trail now um why don't you share with us the uh, the purpose of the trail, Aaron, and give us an overview of the, the scenery awaiting us along the journey. So the quilt trail, the barn quilt trail started, oh my goodness, maybe back in 2010, maybe right around there. So not and, that long ago. Uh, yeah, and it was actually started, there are many barn quilt trails actually all over the nation. Murray is in one of the books that talks about it. In Kentucky, we don't have a ton of them. They have a, they have a large group up in Owenton, right around that area and Winchester has some as well but our homemakers our homemaker group here is actually who started the quilt trail and they wanted to because if you don't know much about quilts the pattern often tells a story about the family it represents the family crest it represents words or meanings or stories of that family tradition sure. so the homemakers of our community wanted to be able to tell the stories and tell them through vibrant barn quilts which if you don't know, Callaway has a lot of farmland, tobacco, yes. corn, and soybeans. So we have a lot of farms. <laughs> we have plenty of area to put these beautiful, these beautiful barn quilts. And so we started off with 20 and we thought, man, this is pretty cool. Let's start making it a trail. Well, over the course of all of these years, over the course of the past 10 to 12 years, we have over 65 of them now scattered all over in town. So Boy. now they're on the sides of buildings, not just barns, 
as well as all throughout the community and the county. And we have a trail that's split up into a quadrant of four areas and you can go through. And in our guide, it tells you the family stories of why this quilt pattern is important, why the colors were chosen, who it's dedicated to. And it's just beautiful stories of our culture. Uh, I love the quilt trail. We have people that come from Pennsylvania, that come from Texas. We have quilters from all over. It's it's pretty incredible that come down to do the driving tour. And that's something that's, so, so it's not quilts, it's quilt patterns. It's but. quilt patterns that are up on a barn. They're <laughs> but, massive. They're but I imagine a lot of those people, uh, you know, while they're in the ballpark, they probably make the 45-minute trek to the quilt museum in Paducah. They do, and that's what works so well. It's like this, it's like we are a really great sideshow for Paducah, and we are just 45 minutes away. So during quilt week, every April, we have so many of the quilters that come over and want to do the tour of the barn quilt trail. And so it's really a great add-on for Paducah, and, and we love being a partner in that way. Definitely, yeah. Uh, a perk and uh, there's plenty to see along that and, and it's okay. funny all of that um all of that growth and evolution in the uh the bar and quilt trail has taken mm -hmm. place in your time as director so I, mean, I know that's been cool to watch I know it's kind of our baby it's kind yeah. of our little baby I, I really love the quilt trail so. yeah <laughs> one of Murray's children <laughs> one of Murray's children grew her fresh right absolutely up. now uh one of Murray's most highly anticipated oh traditions also in the great outdoors is the annual freedom fest held each summer so uh talk if you would Aaron about the the food the entertainment and the activities that patrons always look forward to during freedom fest right. well freedom fest happens around the fourth of July sometimes on the weekend or sometimes during the week depending on how it falls and that event slash festival has been going on since the early 80s so um, it has evolved and changed and grown and shrank and grown again. And so its evolution is really interesting as well. In the past few years, we've really put an emphasis on the day of July 4th itself. And so starting at, I'm not kidding, seven in the morning, we start off with you know veterans remembrance ceremonies. There's a huge Boy Scout breakfast that has become the hot ticket for breakfast in town, mm. downtown at the Methodist Church to raise money for the Boy Scout program. We have a massive parade that I'm not kidding when I say there's three to 5,000 people and the rest of the people are in the parade itself. Um, right. so it's a very <laughs> large parade. Um, and so it's a wonderful day to celebrate and we roll onto the afternoon Murray State University has a community band. So there's a band that's a mixture of students and a mixture of community members. And they put on an outdoor performance. It's wonderful. We have fireworks um, that go over our community. And we're very fortunate because not very many small towns of our size um, have community sponsors that are willing to pay for fireworks. And we are very lucky uh, that we have um, the Murray Bank is, is our number one patriotic person and so our small town actually has a huge fireworks display and we're really proud to be able to have that because um, we know that so many communities can't and uh, it's a it's just a great festival it's a great there's golf tournaments going on um, there's a family night in the park there's <laughs> I can keep going there's, a full, there's a full schedule of days and events that happen all around it and um, it is it's the parade I'm not going to lie the parade is my favorite part um, that's your favorite <laughs> It is. It, we are in charge of the parade, and I absolutely 
love it. Now, I'm a big uh, breakfast eater, so I'll be all about that Boy Scout breakfast. <laughs> that's what most people do. They go downtown, they eat at the Boy Scout breakfast, and then they find their seats at the parade, and it marches right through downtown, and it is um, the perfection of small-town America. You just you can't get any better than that. And I'm sure you hear the Murray State fight song, The Old Gray Mayor, at least once. <laughs> Three times, four. Um, so, <laughs> thank you. Um, it's so funny it we sing it in rotary often like that's just kind of the normal song around here so yeah, yeah. exactly you pe people sing it in their sleep in murray uh, you, but... could. you could you <laughs> could humming it if you yell out a line they can finish the second part if you're on the street so yes absolutely but uh, but anyhow in, in addition to the boy scout breakfast the, uh, the the other food that you see throughout the day and can eat i'm guessing that's provided by local vendors yes yeah, so there's all sorts of things. We have several several vendors and food trucks. My favorite, he happens to also be a farmer's market vendor. He comes to every event that we have in Murray and he makes like the fresh kettle corn like, like right there. And so you oh. can smell it and it tastes heavenly. <laughs> and it just, the smell just wafts through the air. And so, um, you, know when, you know when they're around is when the kettle corn guy and his family come through and uh, they make for, for Fourth of July weekend, they make like blue and white and yellow corn. So it's all like red, white, and blue, it's all festive. Also like in different flavors. Yes, oh yeah, they do different flavors. At Christmas time, he'll do green and red. I like that. That's go great. see. <laughs> yeah, I love that stuff. We're like a Hallmark movie down here. <laughs> I'm telling you, good, good way to get your sweet and salty mixed. They do, they do. So yeah, he's my favorite just because he smells the best. He just smells. There you go. What's his, what's his name again? So that is Bill. Uh, Bill, he and his wife do the kettle corn. And um, they, like I said, they even set, they're set up just about every Saturday at our farmer's market if they don't have like an event in town, like I said, like Christmas, or if they're set up during Freedom Fest or something like that. But otherwise, they're at the farmer's market every Saturday. There and you go. So shout, shout out to our man, Bill. That is, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Catch him and get your kettle corn. That's right. That's but, right. Uh, anyway, uh, one notable crown jewel found in your community there, Erin, is the um, Arboretum at oh. Murray State. Quite a, a therapeutic place. So describe what makes the Arboretum so unique, relaxing, and healing. Um, that is truly uh, something that we'd love to share with visitors because that is that is where you find a lot of locals in the evening. And over the years, it has grown and developed, and they've built this beautiful high hill that they have this gazebo at the top with a waterfall behind it. And how they have it angled, it makes the most beautiful sunset picture you could ever imagine. And it's overlooking cornfields, and it is just picturesque. And so it's the we call it the sunset spot. That is where we tell visitors, if you want to see a beautiful Southern sunset, go to the Arboretum and it's beautiful. They have a walk path they have a, that you can walk through. And so locals all evening long and in the early in the mornings, they'll be out there and do, getting their walk in. And then you have native plants and flowers sprinkled throughout the whole thing. And those are taken care of by Murray State University undergrad and graduate students. And so I, I love that. They've also in the past few years started beekeeping and their honey is that honey runs out like hotcakes. They oh, can't can imagine. Make it up and the locals scoop it up. And it's very popular honey. They do a great job. They, they harvest it and, and bottle it like right there at the Arboretum on the farm. And um, they sell it out to the community. And so the Arboretum is just a wonderful program that, and it kind of just sits right in the middle of town. It's kind of close to campus and it's just right there. And we just kind of embrace it as part of us. And it's a very local place to hang out and you can meet some really great people there.
See, so while you're relaxing and, you know, curing what ails you, you can also buy a bottle of honey. Sure can. <laughs> they sure can. Absolutely. And uh, it's also a great place to walk your dogs. I know. Do you have any pets, Erin? Um, I, I'm, I, my husband has a cat. <laughs> oh, okay. Husband, he's not my cat. He's my husband's cat. <laughs> so, yes. I guess you sort of have to claim it by default. I don't? guess. I guess so. It does live in my home. So, <laughs> but no, we're very dog friendly, dog friendly community. Um, even in our downtown stores, dogs are always welcome in our office. Um, my two other office mates have their dogs that, that they bring in on occasions. And again, many of the downtown businesses have cats or dogs in them too. So you, this is a very dog friendly place. So yes. the, the community as a whole embraces. <laughs> oh yeah, we are, we are, we are very pro, pro pet, pro animal around. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> a, pre, a pet pro community. So <laughs> that's what I'm going to put in my next advertisement. We are a pet pro. There you go. Pet yeah. pro, friendliest small town. <laughs> pet pro. You can just roll a bunch of it up there in the, in one sure slogan. Yes, dogs are welcome. Dogs are welcome at the Arboretum and you meet many little fur friends walking along the way with, with their humans. Indeed. So, you know, even though it sounds like a lot of people go and they do, but, but you can still, there's still plenty of space and it's still peaceful enough. That oh, it's lovely. And the waterfall, it's just great. It is such a wonderful experience and very relaxing. Yeah. So whether you're looking for peace and quiet or new connections and friends, you can just get both of them right there. Oh, the you can. You can. <laughs> they have really cool in the spring. So in the spring, they have a kite festival. So out in the big, huge, beautiful field in front of the gazebo, they have a kite festival, which is really cool to attend and then in the fall they have fall on the farm so the the msu farm is right next to the arboretum and it's activities for children they have a mum sale and a big hay slide and all sorts of cool things see so you name it they've got it there at the uh, they've done a great job <laughs> the arboretum is definitely uh, a sight to see now there's so there's so much more to enjoy in murray besides the abundance of outdoor adventure and for instance the city is home to uh, numerous specialty shops which are guaranteed to satisfy our every need and desire now if you're like if you're like most women I know Erin you love to shop I do and you know what's really cool about Murray is even though we're a small town we have over 25 locally owned home decor and clothing boutiques how about that? Cool. And um, they're all different types of budget levels, styles. So we have like three children's clothing stores, which is fantastic. And um, you hit your variety. If you're looking for more of like the sporty college style or you're looking for professional wear, we have all of those different types of shopping, not in a big box store mall, but we have it in the small locally owned boutiques which I find really special that we have some great home decor stores that you can't find things like you can find a pottery barn. You find something really unique and very different that you probably can't find in a bigger city. And I think um, that really kind of sets us apart. And, and I love that, that we have so many local businesses that can be so successful. That is definitely to be commended. Now, my favorite, and of course, I don't know all the names, but my favorite name of the stores I've heard about in Murray thus far is uh, a little joint named Two Chicks and a Farmer. Oh my God, Two Chicks and a Farmer. Oh, they are just down. They are right off the edge of downtown. They're, <laughs> oh, okay. They are wonderful. And they have such a warm, welcoming attitude when you come in to shop. They have the cutest home decor. If Southern style is your jam, 
and they also have a little bit of southern style clothing and it is just a really pleasurable experience to shop with those ladies and they know what they're talking about they're super kind um, and right next door to them is one of um, our favorite local coffee shops called Schaefer Coffees and you can go over there and hang out and they have wonderful teas and coffee coffees and avocado toasts and cinnamon honey lattes like that that whole little area right off the edge of downtown has become a little hot spot cinnamon honey lattes my mouth cinnamon is honey latte out of shaper um it's divine it's divine <laughs> Good. It's not, it sounds divine that's for sure but and anyway and to supplement all that we've talked about murray does have the uh, the occasional flea markets too don't they we do so we have we have what we, we have two big ones that I would say are open all the time. We have a Trends and Treasures and then the Peddler's Mall, which always have really cool um, areas to go in. And then actually a little bit south of Murray, we have like the antique capital of the world. It's called Hazel and it sits right on the Tennessee border. And there's like 10 or 15 antique stores in this little tiny town. And uh, so we have, if you are into antiquing or thrifting or looking to upcycle things, there's a lot of opportunities for you to hit that market too. That's a great uh, Southern town name, Hazel. It is, isn't it? And Hazel is really cool. Hazel is a sweet, sweet little town. Again, just eight miles south of us and they literally sit on the Tennessee border. So still and Callaway it, County. It is still in Callaway County. Oh yes, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Go Fif exactly. 15 antique shops in that sleepy little town. Well, it's not it so is. sleepy with all those shops, but it's great. And there's one restaurant, the Blue and White Grill, and it's so tasty. And they the have blue the Blue and coffee. White Grill. Gosh. So, so you can just, gosh, not even count Murray. You can just make a day of it in Hazel. You sure can. Yeah. There's lots of people that do. So <laughs> lots of like people, this. especially the, the antique lovers. Now, oh, you mentioned if you're an antique lover. That is your place to be. After a long but extreme pleasurable play day in Murray. The uh, the last thing that uh, we'll want to do is is drive home later that evening. So why don't you discuss the uh, the wide array of options available to visitors uh, seeking to refresh and, and rest their bones? We do. We have a Spring Hill Suites Marriott. Uh, we have a by. Uh, we also have a Hampton Inn. We have a Quality Inn, and then something kind of unique. And this fits a certain demographic. We have completely refurbished, super nice, super cute, the Murray Inn and Plaza Lodge, which is like an old school um, vintage motor hotel. And so it's, it's like something out of the movie cars. It's great um, that you can stay in. So we have a wide variety of places that you can stay in town. And again, we also have the places that you can stay out at the lake too. Oh, sure. Yes, <laughs> whether you're looking for cottages or cabins or oh yeah, we 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 really got it. So again, like I said, you're 15 minutes from water. So if you want to stay out at one of the wonderful cabins or lakeside resorts that we have, or you want to come into town and you want to stay in the Marriott or our Holiday Inn, uh, we have we have options for you depending on you and your family's needs. And like we said, two weekends from now, those motels <laughs> will all be hopping. They will. They will all be full and sold out on week on move-in weekend. It is a move-in weekend for sure. So, so book now if you're yeah <laughs> looking to stay in Murray during uh, that particular <laughs> weekend. The, the Murray the Murray Inn Plaza Log sounds like it's really fun. It's different. Um, it's again. It's like from it's vintage. It's like from the 1970s. Yeah, just, and and do they have like a restaurant in there? They don't have a restaurant anymore, but they have this big, beautiful gazebo and anybody staying there, they all hang out there in the evening out in the big, huge gazebo in the middle 
in the, in the middle of the parking lot. It's, I, yeah, it's straight, it's straight up vintage. So you can carry out food from one of the other nearby establishments. Oh Oh, yeah. It's, (laughs) it's hilarious. And, um, it always mesmerizes me. People are like, yeah, we love it there. We try to stay there every time we come, you know, because it's, it's such a different experience again, from staying in your traditional hotel. Yeah. So. I guess because you, like we say, you carry out, you can eat your food in that uh, gazebo and just get hilarious. the whole it's experience funny. now. <laughs> and of course, speaking of those nearby establishments, uh, whether we're after something sweet or something salty or both, we can, uh, certainly find the wealth of one-of-a-kind oh, restaurants in Murray to cure our many cravings. So uh, take us through the assortment of fan favorites in the local restaurant yeah. department and tell us about their biggest claims to fame, Erin. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I will start with, oh man. Okay. Let me start with Matt B's Main Street Pizza. Matt, Matt B. B's. Matt B's has been around since, oh, I don't know, easily the 70s. Mm. And it is New York style pizza. And it's like walking into a New York style pizza joint, big, huge slices of pizza that they hand you on a paper plate. It is near campus and it is the bee's knees to all students. And when they come back in our office, is Matt B still open? Sure is. Sure is. <laughs> then they, they start a- grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> they do. They have a specialty pizza every day and you can buy it by the slice, like old school style. It's fantastic. And they have a special of the day. They have one, I can't, I think it's on Tuesdays. They have the baked potato and bacon pizza, which sounds weird if you've never, but it's a huge hit. My favorite is the vegetable pizza. It has, I know it sounds strange, but it's delicious. It has broccoli. You ever uh-huh. had broccoli on pizza? No. I've, I've not had broccoli on a pizza personally, but it's, no, a, good way to, it's a good <laughs> so, way to get your broccoli, I guess. It sure is. And they've got these wonderful like breadsticks with honey butter. Oh, it's just mm, delightful. Mm. So that's Matt B's. Uh, we have another place called Dumplings. Dumplings. The hot spot for ladies who lunch. And you walk in and they have these big, huge glass cases of beautiful cakes and pies. And they have homemade fruit tea and they have a casserole of the day and fancy salads. Um, and they are, they are fantastic. And they are only open until two o'clock. Now from two to four, you can go into Dumplings and have desserts. And so you can go in there and there'll be ladies playing bridge or playing cards or having a little club meeting. So oh, cool. adorable. Oh, they're just uh, I'm actually eating lunch there today. So, <laughs> oh, so you're going to Dumplings after we get done. Going to Dumplings, yes. Um, we also have a wonderful local restaurant called The Keg, and it's kind of on the other end of the spectrum from Dumplings. The Keg is where everybody goes to eat in the evenings. And the owner, Darren Yates, he's a local guy. He brings up fresh local seafood. He is Cajun style, but he also does all of his own barbecuing and smoking out back. And so there is a long list of tasty things on that menu. That Love are, me some barbecue. That are just delicious. And that place is hopping. Like you, it's hard to get in there on the weekends and you don't have to wait 45 minutes. And in a small town, that says something. It does. So the keg <laughs> goes on the other end. And then oddly enough, oddly enough, we have what's called Jasmine Thai and Sushi. And mm. it is it is wonderful. And they also, they have the best sushi. You wouldn't think you could get that in Murray, but oh, you can. And again, that's another place where people come back during homecoming or they come back to visit from college and they're like, we gotta go eat at Jasmine. We gotta go get, and they have fantastic Thai food and they yeah. have a famous Murray sushi roll that everybody orders. Oh, Murray has its own roll. <laughs> Murray has its own roll on that menu. And again, <laughs> you wouldn't think you could find a Thai and sushi joint, but it's no. delicious. It's a local favorite. Um, 
yeah so there, there's great places another place I love near the edge of campus and it's in a big huge old white house and this is what I call our hidden gym this is by far my favorite place, hands down, to eat in town. And it's called the Willow Bistro. The Willow Bistro. Willow Bistro. And you walk in. They have the best homemade guacamole, fresh to order. You can hear them making it when you order it. Ah. They have so many wonderful Asian fusion dishes, Middle Eastern dishes, some of the best curry that is homemade right there. And they're only open for lunch, except on the weekends they're open for dinner. They shop at our farmer's market and buy the local products. They make homemade tikka masala every Thursday that is just to die for. Tikka masala? I've never had tikka masala. Oh my gosh, it's, mm, it is delightful. They are also one of the few places in town that really cater to vegans or vegetarian lifestyle. And they are very accommodating to all of the students. And they sit there right on the edge of campus. So they get such a variety of students from different backgrounds and cultures. And they are very accommodating to, to anything that they need. Oh, sure. So, I can imagine. Oh, That's... yeah. Willow's, Willow's great. I call it my hidden gym because it's, it's unassuming in this big, huge house on the edge of campus. You wouldn't know unless you go in there. Your hidden gym. I guess it, it'll it'll be slightly less hidden now that we're putting. I it know, out there. right? But I my guacamole. But uh, <laughs> so if you go there, you might run into Aaron. You but, know, odds are very high. <laughs> odds are very high. Now another place I've heard a lot about down there in Murray is Muggsy's. Oh my gosh! Oh man, we eat at Muggsy's a lot because it's on the other side of the square from our office. Probably too much. Um, <laughs> uh, Jay Barron, the owner, and his wife Maria, they moved down from Chicago like 15, maybe even like 16 years ago um, to help take care of his parents. And they opened up a Chicago style eatery. And it is very much the thick, deep dish. It takes 45 minutes when you order it and it comes out true Chicago style. They're well worth the wait, I'm sure. Oh, it is very much. The meatball sub is, ooh just mm, meatballs up so it's see murray in, in little murray kentucky you can get new york and chicago style pizza actually yes you can you can get both styles of pizza um and one of my favorite things is he has like he has a salad that has like pizza toppings on it like it has like the pepperonis the green peppers the mushrooms so it's like you're eating a pizza on a salad i don't know it's really cool so there you go so it's like you got a pizza that. without the crust Yes, and um, serve on this big, huge bed of lettuce. But yeah, he sits right on the downtown Court Square, and they've been open for, I think they just celebrated their 14th or 15th year. Well, I'd say, I'd say he's doing something right then. Oh my gosh, he is. He's doing something right. And uh, that's a really cool place to go. And he has a huge, it's a, of course, like an, it's an old building. It used to be a drugstore, like all through the 30s, 40s, and 50s. And so it is like shotgun style with exposed brick. And so he has this big, huge TV in the back and, and it's a great place to go and, and grab pizza, you know, grab food and, and watch a game. Just a, a one of a kind place. And uh, oh, yeah. another, another great place that a lot of my uh, connections around the Murray area have told me about is the, uh, the August Moon Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So August Moon, they are very popular with campus. They are also very crowded on game nights for football and for basketball because they are right at the edge of the back part of the arena and so ah. they are kind of across the street and it is um very crowded during those times so a lot of people go before or after the racers they do yes so so they are always they are always a hot place especially during basketball season because you can literally park there eat and then walk over to the arena that's yeah. convenient very yeah. now, now is that a buffet Aaron? It is a buffet. It is a buffet. And um, my personal favorite on that buffet is the cashew chicken. Just cashew chicken. If you haven't had it, give it a try. 
there we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> although you can't go wrong with anything there at the no, you can't, you can't. August uh, moon. Of course, we mentioned yeah. uh, we mentioned Schaefer's coffee a little bit ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're they're fabulous. They um, they have become the place where you find a lot of students go for group work and they've set themselves up with these big long butcher tables and they welcome students to come in to do group work or study groups, which is really nice again to see to and like embrace the students and have them get downtown. And uh, Schaefer's great. They have oh, wonderful teas. And like I said, the cinnamon honey latte is awesome. And they do specialty drinks during the holidays and they don't mind if you come in and they have a reading nook. They don't mind if you come in and just hang out. They have a reading nook over there that you can just sit with your laptop or a book there and hang go. out. And That's a comfortable fun. place to, to get work done. It is actually, yeah, it really is. <laughs> so, you know, it, serves, it serves dual purposes, but, uh, but anyway, lots of lots of great places. And I'm, and I'm always surprised by the, uh, the number of chains in Murray too. I know you got a Cracker Barrel. We do. We have a Cracker Barrel. We have a Culver's. Uh, we have a Dunkin' Donuts, a Starbucks. Our Chick-fil-A is on campus. We have an Einstein Brother Bagels on campus. If you've never had their bagels, they are delicious. Oh, good uh, stuff. So yes, I've had that Western when I was there. They had an Einstein Brothers right. on they campus. That's a good place to hang out and eat. So yeah, we do. We do have those chains. Um, Starbucks was a big deal. I mean, I feel like, you know, you're really making it big when a oh, Starbucks sure. comes to come and show up. So, so that was a big ordeal to us. We have also, which is very popular, um, with the MSU students, we have a cookout. Have you ever been to cookout? Um, I've heard of cookout, not been cookout. there. They're started in North Carolina and they're all over North Carolina. And so one of the people that opened up the franchise here is a Murray State alum from that area. Oh. And um, cookout, they stay open until three in the morning. And so they are also a popular place after games. Um, oh, yeah. after popular on finals week too, I'm sure. <laughs> they are. They're known for like, they have like 50 plus different fresh milkshakes on their menu. Yeah. So cookout is a popular, oh, probably gosh. one of our popular chain places for sure. What, what, what's your go-to at cookout, Aaron? Oh, <laughs> I can tell you. Okay. I like their, okay. You're going to laugh. I like their hush puppies. Their hush, hush puppies. puppies. Hush puppies. My husband's favorite thing is the Snickers milkshake. Like Snickers shake. I know like died and gone to heaven. That's like on his deathbed. <laughs> he wants a Snickers milkshake and mine is the hush puppies. So. There you go. So it's worth, it's worth going to cookout just for dessert. It is. <laughs> You know, even yeah. if you think you're full, that shake's just going to slide right down. You know, that's what he tells himself. So yeah, exactly. Right. So we'll go with it. <laughs> but anyway, well, Aaron, this has been great. I know we've all learned a lot. Now, uh, last but not least, uh, in 60 seconds or less, and if you go 62 seconds, we're not going to scold you. But okay. explain why we should look no further than Murray, Kentucky and Callaway County for family fun and friendly faces. Okay, here we go. Here's my little elevator speech. Drum roll. Drum roll. So Murray is within half a day's drive distance from half the United States. You can get to us in just a matter of hours from St. Louis, from Louisville, from Memphis, from Nashville. We are a southern rural small town that packs a lot of punch with a lot of local shops, wonderful local eateries. It takes you less than 10 minutes to get anywhere. Our streets are safe, our parks are big, and everyone is welcome. 
Hey, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. And a lot of those places you'd want to go to, like you said, they're in walking distance. So they are. And um, I think that's my favorite thing is it makes me laugh. The only time we have quote traffic is um, from 4.15 to 4.30 in the afternoon on 12th Street. And that's when campus kind of lets out for the day. That, that's it. So we are fortunate. You can make it from one end of town to the other in 10 minutes. Absolutely. And Murray is truly the heartland of America. Right there in the middle. <laughs> right. Almost right smack in the middle. So check them out, you know, within very reasonable driving distance of wherever you are. You can check out their website. It's tourmurray.com. Uh, they also have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Am I leaving out any socials there, Aaron? No, no you, you, you nailed them. You nailed oh, them. I try. I do what little <laughs> I can. But uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's give them the address for your uh, Tourism and Convention Visitors Bureau. There. Sure. So you can visit us. Like I said, we're right down off the edge of the courthouse square. It is 206 South 4th Street. We're a beautiful gray building with black awnings, and you come right on in. So you can't miss them. Can't, and, uh, you can't miss us. And, uh, what are your uh, what are your hours during the week? So we are open Monday through Friday, eight to four thirty. Eight to four thirty. So pretty much bankers' hours. Pretty much. <laughs> there you go. And uh, grand finale. How about that phone number for the convention visitors? Sure. Bureau? So our phone number here is two seven zero seven five nine two one nine nine. There you go. So Aaron is uh, very accessible, easy yeah. to track down. Yeah, I am. <laughs> her and her other staff, you said there's two others of you, right? Yes, so we have, so I have a marketing director and that's Kayla Speece and uh, she's been with me for five years. And Shout then out to Kayla. Yeah, and then our other person in the office is Dina Wright and she actually runs our Main Street program, so our historic preservation program. There you go. So talk about yeah. the triple threat, Aaron, Dina, and Kayla. <laughs> That's how we think of it. You see us coming, watch out. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't want to mess with them. That's right. Well, well thanks so much, Erin. This has so been much. fun. I appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed it as much Thank as I you. have. Thank you. I have. It was really great. Thank you so much. I'm ready to hitch a ride down there right now. I am making a list of things I have to do and places I have to go. Well, I have to go everywhere, but towards the top of my list, at least in the food drink department, has to be that cinnamon honey latte from Schaefer's, the Chicago-style pizza from Muggsy's, and cookout. Yes, I know it's a chain, and when I go visit somewhere different, I always try to put uh, the local places first. I try to give them first dibs, but cookout seems special to me because I've never been and we don't have one here in Henderson where I'm from. And I must confess, they opened a cookout in Bowling Green while I was a grad student at Western. Never went. Never made it over there. So <laughs> it'll be a first for me when I hit up the cookout there in Murray. But I'm curious about those hush puppies and the burgers and the Snickers shake. I mean, how can you possibly go wrong with a Snickers shake? So definitely worth checking out. But like I said, I'm going to hit up everywhere. That's just a requirement on my uh, Murray itinerary. I had to allow time to set foot in uh, all of the unique local establishments there. And we thank Aaron Carrico for visiting with us today. Make sure that when you hit up Murray, you uh, introduce yourself to Aaron and all of her friendly community cohorts, particularly her two other co-workers there at the uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau. I will link you to their website 
in my show notes as well, okay? It's tourmurray.com. That's pretty easy to remember. But to make it even easier for you, I will link you to tourmurray.com in my show notes so you can click on that link, find out everything you need to know about all that happens in Murray year-round, including the annual Freedom Fest. You can also contact Erin and uh, either of her office mates to find out all you need to know to make your stay in Murray nothing short of fabulous. And if you'd like to recommend your community for a future community connection, I am just an email away. It's bluegrassblabbing at gmail.com, B-L-U-E-G-R-A-S-S-B-L-A-B-B-I-N at gmail.com. And I'll be the first to tell you, my friend, I host a show about all things Kentucky, but I certainly don't know about all things Kentucky. That's part of why I'm doing this show. I'm here to learn, and your job is to help me learn, okay? So if if we haven't spotlighted your community yet, even if we have, let me know what's going on there, and we could very possibly make a feature out of it. And you can also use that same email to let me know about uh, Kentucky musicians you'd like to hear featured, restaurants you'd like to hear spotlighted. I also uh, enjoy talking to authors from uh, in and around the state. So a variety of subjects we feature on a regular basis here. As long as these subjects are connected to Kentucky, I am more than glad to consider them, okay? So our plan is to come back at you again on August 17th, that is next Wednesday. If you're not starting school this Wednesday, chances are you will be midweek next week. I found that uh, most people in Kentucky are fond of starting on Wednesday. Nothing wrong with that because uh, I know even those short weeks, when it's the first week of school, they always feel like full weeks. I know from uh, being a former student and uh, my mom is a retired school teacher, so the, <laughs> the faculty and staff, they all feel the same way, I know. So God bless y'all and the work that you do. And uh, here's wishing you a very successful beginning of a brand spanking new school year. But August 17th is when we are slated to come back at you again. Make sure that you're a part of the action now. Before we put this thing to bed for this week, let's reveal the answer to this week's Bluegrass Brain Buster that we brought to you at the beginning of the show. Now, to recap, this week I wanted to know... What is our state's official state drink? It is milk. Yes, milk. Now, this is not particularly unique to Kentucky because we are one of 20 states with milk as their official state drink. However, it's been our state drink since 2005. It was uh, made the state drink courtesy of Senate Bill 93, which was passed in 2005, it was originally proposed by a state senator who was, yep, you guessed it, a dairy farmer from Hopkinsville. And so uh, <laughs> he got his wish, and thus milk became our state drink. It has been for the past 17 years. Now, since then, various people and groups have lobbied that uh, bourbon should be our state drink, so who knows? That may happen in the not-too-distant future. Only time will tell, I guess. But for right now, Kentucky is one of 20 states with milk as our official state drink. 19 others in our company. But that is the answer of this week's Bluegrass Brain Buster. Come on back next week for another one. 
And in addition to email, do note that you can hit me up easily, and I encourage you to, via the Blabbing in the Bluegrass Facebook page. All of my previous shows are there. You can uh, catch up on any that you have missed and relive any that you just love so much that you want to hear again. They are all readily available on the Blabbing Facebook page. Please like and follow it if you're not already doing so, because you can also stay up to date with teasers, For future plans that I present about once a week or so on average, make comments, leave messages. I love interacting with listeners via that platform too. And don't forget to listen and subscribe to the show free of charge via Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Verbal, and more to come. But for right now, those podcast directories all include Blabbing in the Bluegrass. Again, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Verbal. They are all absolutely free of charge, easy to use, and they make it so, so simple for you to keep me company each and every week so that I'm not blabbing to myself and my guests aren't blabbing to themselves. We don't want that. So (laughs) we'll be looking for you next time around, guys and gals. But between now and then, you know your assignments. Keep laughing, keep smiling, and keep blabbing in the bluegrass. Because we're blabbing blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide because we're saying it with pride. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With knowledge of the state, you're sure to appreciate. Yes, we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste.